Welcome, 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 one and all, to the third episode of Pseudo Ludo, a video game podcast where three, I'm not going to say best, three really good friends get together and we discuss video games. Uh, Brian, Nick, why don't you say hi? Hi. Not until you say best. Brian, uh, Brian is not my best friend. What's happened over the weeks, Tim? Why, why is it no longer best? Um... We slid down in the rankings on the podcasting, and I honestly, you know, I don't want to tie myself to you. That's don't want to tie myself to you. You know, that's probably a good decision. Yeah, I'm Brian. Yeah, and I'm Tim, and we are going to talk today mainly about the new Animal Crossing and the new uh, Doom Doom Eternal. Uh, but before that, let's get into what is on Brian's desk, which is just a mini game that we play to get started so brian's gonna list off three things and we have to guess which is a lie and what are the two that are actually on his desk so brian what do you got okay this is a tricky one as it always is because i'm a master of trickery item number one a quarter filled hand sanitizer dispenser maybe even less than a quarter let's say 15 percent topical Yes, indeed. I'll give you $500 for that. Item number two, which is sort of multiple items, is a stack of five PlayStation 4 games. I will say what they are if you want me to, but, you know, yeah. we can just no, leave it up I, to your I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Death Stranding, Days Gone, mm. God of War, mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3, and Jedi Fallen Order. And then item number three is two, count them, two copies of the Kanye West LP, Jesus is King, unwrapped. Okay. Or wait, not, they're still wrapped. <laughs> Un-unwrapped. <laughs> and probably uh, will never be unwrapped. Nick, you want to discuss a little bit or do you want to just go right in? You know, this might be a little, little bit of mind games. Brian told me that he bought uh, two copies of Jesus is King, one for his mom before he realized that it was going to be bad. So I would bet that those are there, but they could be a little trickery. Do you know if all those games, you know, he has all those games on physical? This is, no, this is what I'm thinking. I want to say that God of War came out on 4-20-2018, and I bought it digitally that day after watching him play it. And I can't remember if he downloaded it or if he bought the disc. Did you watch him play or did you watch me play it? Because I got it digitally. Why do you remember that it's 420, Murph? Anything you care to share? I think he's lying about the five games. I also think he's lying about the five games. Are your answers locked in? He also might be lying about the hand sanitizer, though, just to, like, throw in a topical little lie that's believable. I'm locked in, on the, I'm locked in with the games. I'm, I'm changing. I'm changing to, to hand sanitizer. Final answers? Yeah. Yes. Wow, Murph with the three for three. I hate Jesus. to see it. I'm Beautiful. Over. Don't ask why those games are here, though. Stay tuned. So, God of War, you had physical? Yeah, they're all sitting right here. Hmm. Only those five, though. What about the rest of my games? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Congrats, Murph. Thank three you. for three. Applause. I will dedicate my life's work to making sure you lose <laughs> next week. Stay if that means having tuned. to buy something that makes no sense how I could afford it or how I can put it <laughs> on the desk, well, we'll find out. A Tesla Model S. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. You want to get in and talk about what we've been playing other than the two main games that are going to consist of the topic for the week. Let's talk about our other games that we played. What have you been playing, Tim? Uh, so I finished Return of the Oberdin, which is a game I've been playing with my girlfriend for the past few months. And Humble Bros. <laughs> It's, it was a really awesome experience, and I'd recommend anybody who likes like Sherlock Holmes or like any kind of mystery, um, I, I'd recommend you just check out that game and just go in blind and play it, because it's a really awesome experience. Um, I also played, not Castlevania, what is it? Uh, Bloodstained. Oh my god. <laughs> Ritual of the Night. Nailed it. Which is the, uh, which is the Castlevania game. Or, which is the game that uh, Koji Igarashi 
made. It was a Kickstarter game, and it's basically Symphony of the Night. Just made again. Uh, but it's really fun because I love Symphony of the Night, and it's a pretty good entry to that series, quote-unquote. And that's it. And COD. I've been playing COD. We've all been playing COD. Yep. Spoilers. Have your opinion on COD changed recently since the last episode? I think it's grown on me more. The, the Battle Royale specifically has grown on me more as I've gotten more used to some of the changes. I've played some of the regular multiplayer too, which is fine. Don't really care for it much. I like Gunfight a lot. Don't really, yeah, don't really care for them. Why don't you been begging every one of us to play Gunfight with you for days? No, no, Gunfight I like a lot. <laughs> I, I'm talking about the regular multiplayer, the like, Team Deathmatch and all that stuff. Gunfight's awesome. I love Gunfight. Have you played the campaign at all? No, I haven't started that yet. I agree on the, the Battle Royale growing on me a lot. I've been enjoying it quite a bit, much more than I would have thought. All right, Brian, what else have you been playing? Um, I platinumed the Parappa the Rapper remaster for no other reason than to get ahead of Murph in a platinum contest that we're doing, which we will discuss later. Uh, I'd never played the original, and it's just a super weird game, like definitely a lost in time type of thing where like there's no way anything like this would get pushed by a major studio anymore. It's just like, it's really like 90s, like, 2000s era and it's very confusing to figure out the rhythm like it seems every other level it's like you either have to hit it right before or right after and it's it's interesting i don't know if i would say it's good especially the remaster the menus are very confusing it seems like it's probably more or less a one-to-one port more than a remaster but Mm -hmm. it was it's a cute little game that Product of not time. too hard of a platinum, yeah. It was like it, it's fun for like the history of it, right? And I like Parappa as like a mascot character, yeah. But before in Drake, terms of an actual game, before it's not, before Ellie, yeah. before before Kratos. a bunch of humans, <laughs> before a bunch of hyper realistic, yeah. Parappa the Rappa that Nick thought was a serial mascot. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what Parappa the Rappa looks like, look him up, and he definitely resembles a serial mascot. I see where you're coming from, but but wow. I think he looks like a serial killer. Did you ever play PlayStation All-Stars? That's what I know him from. No. Oh. Well, you're missing out, kid. Uh, Nick, what have you been playing? Play a little bit of uh, Nier Automata. Um, coming towards the end of the first playthrough that I'm going through in that game. Still a really good game. I really like the combat a lot still. The annoying part was trying to find 9S after he... Gets blown up or whatever because you gotta spoilers. like, yeah, it is a little yeah, spoiler. Oh, whoa, spoilers! Oh man, uh, you gotta find like a radar thingy and go look for other androids and get clues on where to find them. And the 3D map in that game is not very helpful, yeah. The map is not fun to navigate at all, yeah. Traversing the world with that map is painful to say the least, okay. But other than that, good game. Really good game, though. And uh, a little bit of COD. I played a little bit of solos today, earlier today when I got home. How's that? Uh, it was all right. How'd you do? I feel like team is more fun for Battle Royales. Definitely. Team, team is definitely yeah. more fun. The sound design is still so bad. Yeah. Like, I, you can't hear footsteps, and they're never close enough. You hear shots from halfway across the map. You know, it's a real disadvantage for playing solos, because I, I was literally next to a guy on the other side of the wall, and didn't hear him it was you know that's one of the things that blackout had over it was much better sound design in terms of footsteps and you weren't hearing shots every single shot in the game yeah just stuff that was close to so first item on the news is that mark cerny of sony went into a deep dive into the ps5's system architecture last week in an online stream that was likely a replacement for GDC. And it was a very... It was the, yeah, yeah. The, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a very technical talk and not much that you need to know unless you're really into, like, the actual tech of, of consoles and stuff because there wasn't any information about games or any kind of relevant uh, details like that. But I can just give a little summary of the, of the talk. 
So it's confirmed to be backwards compatible with PS4. It's confirmed to have a disk drive. They've been working on the console for four years, and there's a number of studios that are currently working on PS5 games. It will feature 8K graphics and will support ray tracing. Did you stick on for stay on for the part where he gave an anatomy of knack? Oh yeah. Um, so there's a 825 gigabyte SSD internal hard drive. He said it's tempting to add more, but flash certainly doesn't come cheap, and we have a responsibility to our gaming audience to be cost effective when it comes to what we put in the console. That might sound disappointing for a lot of more hardcore fans, more hardcore fans that are willing to spend more. Um, to get more power out of the consoles, but I'm sure there's going to be a pro model coming out within a few years of this. Um, but yes, it's probably going to be priced around 500, since the current price per unit is 450 to pr- to produce. But yeah, pretty pretty boring stuff, anyways. Yeah, the conference itself, I was very puzzled by the thought process of streaming it to the public because there was you know nothing to get excited excited about it was just kind of technical information they could have done in a press release and i understand that they want to do that to gdc and to the developers but then also if you watched the stream like they would break down or mark cerny would break down concepts that you know that the people at gdc or the people that would have been at gdc right would already know so it's like it was definitely intended to also be viewed by the public but there was I mean, they were really upfront about not showing games, but at the same time, you know how the internet is. There was like seven hundred thousand people watching it at noon on. (laughs) Were there really that? Is that how many? There was a ton, dude. Yeah, and there's so many dislikes, so many dislikes. Really? That's yeah, because it 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 was boring. Like I know. I mean, that's what they they definitely advertised it as that. Like when you when you lead it with system architecture, like they were trying to get people not to watch, basically. If they really wanted fans to watch, they'd say, like, oh, tune in for a surprise reveal. They wouldn't yeah, use Yeah, you know term. how the internet works. Yeah, but exactly, Anybody, yeah. especially at that high of a level in a company like Sony, would know that the internet would be expecting something like that. So if I was the one in charge of it, I would never have just put that on the internet like that. Unless at the very end, they showed, like, a teaser of, like, one of the launch games. You know, like, it's not like they don't have that. They're, like, they're just sitting on all this information, probably because of the coronavirus. But it was definitely a puzzling choice, the way they they put it out there. But maybe they could have messaged enough. it even more strongly that it was just for like architecture. No, they really did. Like I, I yeah. there was no chance there was going to be games, but I still watched it, and all the <laughs> chat was like, "What's what is this? We want you know whatever." I think that that's we want Horizon. Be, that's got to be a lot of people that don't really. They just see PS Five and don't really. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you see the road to PS5 on the front page of YouTube, regardless, you're going to be like, well, what's this? Yeah, that's true. So I just think the whole messaging, or not messaging, but the whole rationale behind publicly streaming it was very strange. Because if it was actually at GDC, which was obviously postponed or canceled because of the coronavirus, like they would not have streamed it. So Yeah, right. But, you know, I'm still going to buy the PS5, still very excited for the PS5, but people are starving for information, so yeah i'd rather them save everything for one good announcement at the end whenever whenever it's ready to be a full a full explosion of information i'll be I feel like it's gonna be july that. like they're gonna just wait till after ghost of tsushima and that's because it's it's like pretty late at this point yeah and i don't well, think they want to do it before last of us especially if they delay the consoles they could also push the reveal back yeah which is looking likely very likely possibility at this point that the consoles get delayed till next year Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just the world we live in. That'll be very interesting to see from first party perspective what they do because you assume everything after Ghost of Tsushima from a first party studio is being developed for PS5, and if right. they have, if they have to delay an entire year, like what are those games doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, I think that is something that would be. I don't know if they'll delay for a whole kind year, of challenging, but. No, I don't think so, but if they did... Well, I, I, I don't know, because if they delayed it at all, you would think they would delay it back into holiday, not spring. Right. But, you'd, I mean, I think Switch launched in spring, and they didn't have problems with that. But maybe they could do that. But, yeah. I mean, no one really knows how long this whole virus will last. It could be necessary right. to push it all the way back Not then, to mention but, the, the economic slowdown. 
that could like you'd have to imagine over. all of those first party titles were being slated to be done by right. you know September this year. So they have a whole another year of development time now. Like they can't they can't put it back on PS4. It's totally no. different architecture. If anything, it's just, the games are going to be more polished. So yeah, I guess who cares? It'll be great. I, yeah, I mean, if they have to delay it, they have to delay it. But I just want to know what they're working on. Really, that's all I care about. Less so about the dates. More is like, what are the new studios or what are the first party studios working on? Even though most of them are probably sequels. Yeah, Spider Man for sure. Horizon for Spider-Man sure. Spider Man Two, Horizon Two, God of War Two, Ratchet and Clank, Knack Three, Four, Five. Knack Three? Wait, oh no, there were only two so far, right? Brian, Brian has wished it into existence. I don't want to hear any more of this Knack Three nonsense. What do you mean? I'd we rather... need it. No, I'd, I'd no, we don't. Wait, you don't want it? <laughs> I hope they do three, four, and five at once. Tim, what do you got next in the news? So, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, a remaster has been rated in South Korea. So we don't know too much more about this, other than it's likely hinting that a remaster of Modern Warfare Two will be. Coming out soon. So the original Modern Warfare got remastered, and it was bundled with what? Was it Advanced? Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare? Infinite. Yeah. Which was a terrible mistake in my, in my mind, but whatever. Yeah, it was a ridiculous play on their part. Um, where you, so hopefully they don't do that with the new Call of Duty. Um, it's, it, it's entirely possible they do. I hope it's a standalone release, and it'd be even nicer if it was a release for less than full price at launch since it's just a remaster. But yeah, Modern Warfare 2 is a great game, so... That was my, that was my first and favorite Call of Duty game. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Not even close. The thing, this, this rumor has been kicked around for years that they're doing a remastered campaign, mm-hmm. like specifically just the campaign and not the multiplayer. But I don't really know. I, I feel like I just, I'll believe it when I see right. it. I would love to see it because I think the campaign and the multiplayer spec ops, the whole package was definitely, that was when they're at the height of their powers. And I would love to replay that campaign with, you know, better graphics and all that platinum. I almost platinum the PS3 one, but the spec ops missions are so hard. I think I had like one trophy left or something. I'm my, I'm my old. I remember playing the spec ops on modern warfare two with you. And it's very, very hard with the juggernauts. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Yeah. Tough, tough stuff. But yeah, I'd love to see it. So hopefully that, uh, hopefully more comes out for that soon. Nick, how about you read the next piece of news? Uh, it's not really news, but the last thing we got here is that Half-Life Alex is getting great reviews. It says here the meta score is 93 and the overall user score is an 8.5. But this is the VR sequel to Half-Life. It's, uh, it takes place between Half-Life 1 and 2. It's exciting to see Valve making games again. Yeah. I don't think I'll get this unless it comes to PSVR. I don't because if I get VR, I'm going to get PSVR because I'm a PlayStation fan. Also, PSVR is like a third of the price of. No, you can get you can get Oculus for cheap. I thought you needed no. to get their their new version of Oculus though. But yeah, it'll be cool to see. I want to play it for sure. Hopefully, it comes to PSVR at some point, like you said. Yeah, I would love to see it come to PSVR, but regardless, it's exciting that there's a new game in Half-Life, a new Valve game. Yeah, Half-Life has always been about pushing the boundaries and making, uh, breaking new ground for uh, video game design, so it's cool to see that applied to VR, and it seems like it was applied with great, great effect, because it's been getting a lot of perfect scores. I'm definitely going to have to look up some gameplay and see what the big deal about it is. I don't know if VR, VR has had a killer title like this yet. What else? Like, Tetris Effect? Like, come on. Like, there's nothing of this scale. None of these have been exclusive, like, an IP attached right. to it. yeah. That, like, the big ones are, like, like, Resident Evil and Skyrim and Borderlands, these types yeah. of things, but they're all playable on other things. You know, and even Tetris Effect, you can play yeah. without VR. Like, and most of them, I think this is, like, a full experience, it's, right? I don't think this is, like, a two-hour No, it's, thing. like, a AAA a game. game. Yeah, yeah, so so that, even like most of the great like VR titles are predominantly shorter tech demos versus almost like a full fledged game, is like yeah. an actual game. Yeah, yeah. so it's it, it's cool. I definitely would love to play it at some point. Um, we'll just have to wait for it to come to PSVR, and then make Brian buy it. Oh, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy VR for this. It, if there's finally an actual game to play on it, it's totally like. Yeah, I want a game to play and not 
all the wires. Yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing to worth, as far as I know, to buy the whole console for as of now for PSVR. Like, there's a lot of cool little games and stuff like that, but it's not worth dropping, what is it, $300 for it? Like, almost a new console. I'm still very afraid that I'd get sick playing VR. Uh, I'm not sure if I can handle it. I do get, I get, I get sick on some PC games depending on the field of view. So I would have to also um, probably test play it before I buy one. Test it out. Because I, I, I do get pretty motion sick. Well, that's why you want me to buy it, you coward. I couldn't even finish Portal 2 because of motion sickness. Is that all we have for news, guys? As far as I know. Wow. So, today, we are going to do an in-depth talk on both Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal. Now, I have so far only played Animal Crossing, Brian has so far only played Doom Eternal, and Nick has played both. So he's the middle of our Venn diagram, you know? Yes, that's right. He's also the smartest and bravest of us. Oh, that's right not true. in the center. So uh, let's hear first about Doom. It's the Doom Eternal is the sequel to the 2016 Doom, which was a reimagining or a relaunch of the franchise, and it was released to great acclaim and has been one of the most popular first-person shooters of this generation. So Doom Eternal was massively anticipated, and it seems to be living up to expectations. Is that right, guys? Is that right? Yeah, I'd say so. I'm close to done with it. I have like two levels left. I played quite late last night, and I love it. I There are some things that I personally feel are annoying in the fact that it takes a lot of swings. It's trying to be bigger, better, deeper, and it is. But also at the same time, the the most fun part about Doom 2016 was just the loop of fighting. Yeah, the perfect, you know perfect I mean? gunplay and fight. That's still by far the best part. And and they add so much more. Most of it's great, and most of it just makes the game even better. But there are moments that I find frustrating or annoying. There's certain enemy types where they try to make it a lot more like like deep when you're fighting them like you have to wait for them to do a certain thing before you can shoot at them and it's like they're trying to almost emulate like a dark souls type fight where you're countering and stuff like that i just it i don't think it works personally for me it's very rare though especially it's more towards the back end of the game that this even happens Mm -hmm. and then there's also a much larger emphasis on platforming and jumping and moving yeah i don't know if i'd be a fan of that and i don't dislike it but sometimes it feels like it actually hurts the pacing other than like, like it's definitely there to break up the fighting, right. but there are moments where you're in such a rhythm and it's almost like, like a symphony. Like it's just, you are just flying around doing stuff. And then, then all of a sudden you just have to, you see the waypoint go up really high <laughs> yeah. and you know, you're just going to have to jump around for a while. And it's not like it's bad or broken. It's just It feels forced in the, in the game though. Like sometimes you just kind of sigh and have to soldier on, you know what I mean? But for the most part, it's awesome. I feel like part of the original Doom, what, or the 2016 Doom, what was so great about it was that it was very stripped down and it went back to the roots of what a first-person shooter is. And yeah. that's why so many people liked it, just that carnal, elemental gunplay. So I could see how trying to develop into other, other you know, spheres of gaming and to branch out more could actually hurt it. Yeah, I think that there's too much stuff added but i feel like that would be a minority opinion i think most people would want more and it's not to the point where it's ever like i've never like oh i did experience one glitch that was really annoying and that's when i was on chat with the humor and i was complaining about that level Mm, like i thought i was just lost but like it actually like something wasn't spawning okay and so i spent like an hour and a half wandering around but it was actually i just had to restart the whole level because something didn't spawn so like that was annoying but like for the most part it's not like the new stuff is taking away totally from the game or like screeching it to a halt but it's just kind of like i would rather have it be more like trim the fat but i applaud them for not just doing the same thing like it is much more of a complete package and there's much more diverse environments it's not just you know hell and mars like there's a lot of different like vistas indoor outdoor earth other places you know it's the story is ridiculous and confusing and silly and but you know nobody's buying it for that right but 
in terms of just the fundamental gunplay and the fights, I think it's amazing. It's as good as it's ever been. Cool. But I think overall, I might like, by the end of this one, I might like 2016 more. But as I've gotten further and further into this one, I've liked it more and more. Okay. But I feel like once you kind of get used to all the new stuff, it, it kind of works more than when you're first starting, I guess. Yeah. But overall, it's great. Runs great. Looks great. A lot of fun. Cool. Nick, what do you think? So I'm about halfway through, would you say, Bri? The Super Gore Nest? Uh, yeah, I think there's 12 levels. That's five. I'm on 10, I think. All right, yeah, so I'm about halfway through. And as of right now, I think I do like 2016 more just because of how bare bones it is. The platforming that they put into this game, it's cool that you get the double jump right away and you get the double dash. Like, that's really fun if you're in the heat of battle, moving around, dodging, getting better position, whatever. But after you just go through an extremely intense battle and then you have to, like, do three jumps from coffin to ledge or something like that, uh, it just feels like really forced. Feels like platforming for platforming's sake, and not really necessary in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd much rather just have the simple, like 2016, where you just jump a couple ledges and you're up in the next area. I don't want to have to spend five minutes trying to figure out how to shoot a thing while I'm jumping and fall down a ledge. That's not what I'm playing Doom for. I'm playing Doom to shoot demons and uh, kill some hell priests. The story elements, I think those are a little bit uh in your face now as compared to the last one uh the last one was more just like side lore i guess is how i would explain it like you didn't have to pay attention to it at all really um you could just go through the game that's certainly what i did i didn't care about the story at all but now it's kind of like forced on you i mean you could skip the cutscene. yeah but there, there's a lot like there's a lot i think yeah there's more much more yeah but you don't need to watch them and it is it's just very the lore is really i don't know what the hell is going on I just started skipping them like the halfway mark. And uh, you mentioned all the new things that are added. Uh, I do think it's a good idea to have like the flamethrower that gives you armor because that wasn't in the last one. Yeah, that's great. But there is a point where I think that it is a little bit uh, cluttered in a sense. Like, yeah, there's so much shit. There's so much customization. Yeah, there's the suit customization, the gun customization. You can upgrade your ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like That's not what I'm playing Doom for again. Like, I don't care about upgrading my ship, but I don't really care about any of that extra stuff. I just do want, I just really want to shoot. And then, I know what they're going for, trying to make you use different guns or different enemy types are weak to different, certain, like, gun types. Like, guys with shields are weak to the plasma rifle, and uh, bigger one, bigger enemies are weak to the shotgun. So it forces you to kind of switch around and adapt while you're fighting. And, you know, I see what they're going for there, but in 2016, I literally played the entire game with just the shotgun, and I only went to the other weapons when I was run when I ran out of ammo. See, I do like that. I just don't like the enemies you have to counter, which I don't think you fought any yet. Like, those are just annoying. Like, it, they're not, I think they're called marauders. Like, you, they have shields, and you just have to wait until their eyes glow green before you can shoot them, and it's only, like, a couple seconds where you can shoot them, and they also have a dog that's chasing you around while you're trying to fight them. And it's just like, it's not even hard. It's just like annoying. I think that making you switch guns in the middle of battle like breaks up, breaks up the flow a little bit. If you're hopping around shooting with the... You don't really need to though. It just gives you an advantage. But in some, like the, there's the one demon that you need to break his shield with the plasma rifle before you're able to do damage to him at all. And while you're... You do- can jump over the shield. No, no, no. The, the bigger ones, the Doom Hunter or whatever. The- oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah, so like... If you're hopping around with your plasma rifle and you break your shield, now you have to, like, it's it's a little thing, but you have to hold R1 and go select your shotgun. It's, it's a pause in the flow, and I think that's what Doom is supposed to be known for, is the flow of battle. And I think that breaks it up a little bit. Like, if I just had my shotgun and was able to beat everything with my shotgun, eventually, I could just keep hopping around like that with my sh- and win like that eventually, but now it's much harder to do it that way. Yeah, but I feel like that's not... Like, I don't know. I don't agree with that. Like, I agree with the simplicity of a loop, but I feel like having multiple weapons is what keeps it rewarding. Like, the longer you play, you're getting more and more stuff. But I think all the additional stuff you can add to all the the weapons and and abilities you're gaining naturally is what makes it kind of cluttered. Like, but another thing, so back to the platforming thing, I think what it really comes down to for me is I am a big fan of, I'm not opposed to short games and this game is i think 
like twice as long as the other one. Yeah. And if there wasn't platforming, I feel like I would be complaining about it just being nonstop fighting. You know what I mean? Right. So I would rather have the game just be six hours than adding. It feels like padding. And it's not like it's it's fine. It's just I don't know. I feel it feels like a uh a slowdown when I don't want it to slow down, kind of. Like I feel like it's placed in strange spots. You'll be fighting for a really, really, really long time, and then sometimes you'll want to just have a break and you don't get it. Which is like totally subjective, I get, but I I think those are the times where I'm most annoyed is in the platforming and puzzle sections versus the fighting. And I think when you're in the fights, and whether you're listening to the in-game music or you put your own music on, it really is just this rhythmic movement, and it's super satisfying, especially as the game gets more insane, there's more enemies, there's more weapons, there's more movement, and it's just total chaos, but it's like controlled chaos. You know exactly where you need to go, who you need to push on, because it's, for the people who haven't played it, either of them, you have to kind of be super aggressive when you're fighting, because you get health by and ammo and armor by attacking enemies in certain ways. And so you can't hide, you can't go for cover, like you have to run back in and that loop is just super satisfying. And I think they nailed it again and it runs perfectly in that regard. I obviously mentioned I had that glitch, but I don't have any slowdown or frame rate issues. And there is a truly absurd amount of enemies in the back end of the game that you're fighting at once and it's very impressive that it's able to run at all. <laughs> Overall, I think it's great. Yeah, it's very good. Nick, do you have a preliminary score? Or do you not want to give scores? Mm, I think it's too early. Fair enough. Do you have a score? You didn't being... play the multiplayer at all, right? No, I didn't. I feel like I'd give it like an 8.8, 8. 8.9. Not a 9, but close. Tim, what do you it's, think? It's very, very fun. Uh, it's, it's awesome. There you have it, folks. But not as good as Animal Crossing. All right, so Nick and I both played Animal Crossing, which released on the same day as Doom for the Nintendo Switch. I want to start this by asking your his- your, each of you, what is your history with this series? So I... How, how intimately do you know KK Slider? I played a little bit on the GameCube, but it was at my cousin's. It wasn't my GameCube, so I didn't like have my own file or anything. But that was when I first was like, oh my god, this is such a cool game like i love this like you have your house you have all these you have this open world that you walk around and explore uh yeah i was obsessed yeah, with the first the one. first one i really really played a bunch Very of, out of was uh the nintendo ds one which you know same thing i think animal crossing is animal crossing and this one is the i would call it the same animal crossing is animal crossing like there's nothing super revolutionary in this like if you played the gamecube one and you played the ds one and you play this one, you would say, okay, this is just like the same thing, prettier, probably more content, more features. But at at its core, it's the very same, very same thing. But interesting. It's like com- Oh, I forgot there was a Wii one. I've played that. Was there a Wii one? Wow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It was not nearly as, as fun as the GameCube one from my childhood brain. Interesting. There was like a weird Wii U thing, but it wasn't like an actual game. But yeah, this this is a great Great game. It's just super polished, and it's exactly what it says it is. It's Animal Crossing. This time it takes place on a deserted island, and there's some newer features, like you can terraform and stuff, which is cool. You can shape the island to make it however you want. I haven't unlocked those features yet, but it's the same gameplay loop. You get a property from Tom Nook, a lone shark, and he... Uh, threatens to break your legs if you don't give him his money back. So you have to earn enough money to pay off your loans and upgrade your house, make friends with all the villagers, catch fish, catch bugs, that kind of thing. It's a very relaxing game, and it's like the perfect game for a stressful time like this where there's a lot of negativity in the news and a lot of disorder in, in regular life, and we have a lot of free time and all that. I've really enjoyed it so far. What about you, Nick? So this is my first Animal Crossing game. Uh, I never played any of the other ones. But as you both know, this is my kind of game. Yeah, you love Stardew Valley, yeah. we should both mention. Huge fan of Stardew. Yeah, I love Stardew. It's very similar to that. Less farming, more fishing. Going to dog concerts. Yeah. So I've only played for a couple hours so far, if that. 
and I'm already in. I'm big in. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to organize awesome. my tent the way I think it looks cool, and I'm shooting presents out of the sky with my slingshot. It's awesome. Do you want to have our rating skill be in, big in, out, or big out? <laughs> I'm that big, sounds like a good skill. Big in. So yeah. I'm big in on this. Yeah. I'd, pro- I'd probably be big in on Doom. But it's closer to in than nah, doom. Nah, you're in. You're in. <laughs> big in. Big I, in like, I can't imagine having an actual conversation about that. Like, seriously. It's like close to an in, but it's mostly an out. <laughs> yeah, there'd probably need to be a middle one, too. Like, not in or out. Mid. There. But, uh, yeah, I'm having a really good time with it so far. Yeah. I was kind of really interested what they would do in the wake of Stardew Valley because I feel like that game took Animal Crossing and gave it new life in its own way where it was very character oriented and you could pursue relationships i didn't think nintendo would add like you know relationships or anything but the town felt very alive there was all kinds of you know things to do all kinds of farming and it still impresses me to this day that stardew was made by one person yeah that's what i was saying is like if stardew can be made by one person in its entirety and be that amazing of a farming simulator or rural life country simulator whatever you want to call it like what could animal crossing made by you know one of the greatest developers of all time be like and it's just more animal crossing which is good and bad i guess it's not revolutionary i don't think but i think it's also probably the best version and the the best time to jump in the graphics are pristine it runs beautifully there's no slowdown everything looks beautiful it has like a nice cute aesthetic to it and it looks great on the switch and it looks good on the tv all right i have a qu- i have a question yeah so i've never played an animal crossing game before and i'm not going to look anything up on how to solve things but i'm going to ask you guys okay so i figured how to shoot the presence out of there with the slingshot with my own intelligence oh yeah my my, my uh three-year-old cousin figured that out too yeah so he's pretty smart too <laughs> so i got stung by some bees yeah do I need to buy the medicine to make my eyes open up again? No, it goes away on its own. You'd use your EpiPens. Oh. But if you get stung again while your eyes all messed up, then you pass out. And then what happens? Yeah, I remember that being fucking that, scary yeah. oh, in the old Oh, my one. girlfriend is terrified of the bees. I'm actually allergic in real life. You didn't know that they programmed that into the Switch that if you're allergic to bees in real life and you get stung by a bee, <laughs> you die in real life? Yeah, you also take on all of your character's debt in real life. I mean... And Tom Nook will find you. He's doing you, better uh, than I am right now, so. Yeah. I remember being so mad when I was little, because, like, you're little and you don't understand, like, you can look up how long games are or whatever, just, like, going back <laughs> to him. He's like, great, now your debt's this big. And I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you pay I feel it like off, I you beat can it. upgrade it. Can you beat it? Is that a thing? I, like, remember beating you it, can, but that might well, not Well, you be can true. fully upgrade everything. Like, get the, like get, fully you could pay get, off You your could debt. get the biggest house, you know, but... It's always that type of game where you could just go back to it and hang out. But in terms of like oh, yeah. progression, like there is a, you know, ultimate house, I, I'd imagine. Uh, Have you met Rossetti yet? He, I haven't yet because I, I know not to mess with him. I don't know if Nick even knows what it <laughs> is, but I'm not messing with Wait, him. Wait, Nick, yeah, do you know what that is? Uh, kind of, but not really. He's from Smash, so right, you well, might know from that. But Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah, just stay tuned. You'll see it eventually. But no, I'm not messing I with Rossetti, wanna. dude. Not at all. That shit was a bad yeah, time. I, I felt so he, like, like locked, scolded. I think I got locked out of playing once. Like it was so. Yeah, that's a thing. So I'm pretty sure. Long, like such a ugh, PTSD. There's yeah. There's something. There's some like weird Easter egg where involving him. Yeah. I forget what it is. Uh, the, something about yeah. I know what you're talking about. There was some. There was some weird thing. This game is great for all those reasons. It has that that charm that only Animal Crossing has. I think. And it's captured in that Tom Nook character in, in Rossetti and in all those little things. It comes together to make a great, wholesome experience. I'd highly recommend it to anyone with a Switch. It's kind of an evergreen title. Just buy it now and you kind of can, you know, jump in any day you want to play. Do a few chores, set up your house, pay off some debt, that kind of thing. It's a really great game. Otherwise known as Life in Your 20s. But it also kind of sucks that you only get one island per Switch. Yeah, that's that's one thing to mention. Um, for whatever reason, different profiles on the Switch are all locked to the same island. So you can't, if you are someone who usually, if you if you share a Switch with like a significant other or something, or 
you know, a brother or sister, um, you are all locked to the same island. And the primary account, the first... That's so yeah, weird. It's a weird Nintendo thing. That's just... It's like these things that are just so easy to get. Can you delete it? I think you can delete it, but it would wipe it from everybody. So the primary account also has benefits and you're kind of tied to that primary account. Whereas like if the primary account person doesn't unlock new parts of the island and doesn't unlock new tools and stuff, you can't either. So that's kind of a problem if you're the kind of person that would share a game with somebody else and, and not even share it. You could, so I, if I'm correct, you could buy two copies of the game. But if you only have one console to play it on, then you would still be locked to that same island. So it's weird stuff like that, which is definitely a negative. It doesn't impact me, but it is a weird thing, and it's worth mentioning if you share a console with someone. What did you name your island? I named it Brandywine Island, which is from Lord of the Rings. It's like one of the locations in the Shire where all the hobbits live, because I thought that would be a nice, peaceful location. Nerd. Until the ring rates come. Yeah, until the well, until Rossetti comes. What what about you, Nick? What'd you name it? Well, I wanted to name it Isolation Island, but it wouldn't let me type in island. So it's just isolation. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> that is horrifying. That sounds like a place I would never like to go. Good. But everybody should be in isolation right now. Social distancing. It's a great social distancing game. Um, yeah. Nick, you can visit my island. I can visit yours. We, it'd be like we're actually. No, mine's other. called isolation for a reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come to Brandywine. All right. I uh, really like. I don't know if you've ever, could do this in the older games with the customization, cu- the custom designs for oh, the shirts and stuff. Yeah, you could do that in the old games to some extent. Right. I don't remember the full extent, but I remember like making designs on the DS. That I think went on a shirt. It might have been like for. Oh, I'm about to buy this, bro. Might That's have been really wallpapers. Cool. Dude, you should get it. You should definitely get it. The old one. I'm having acid flashbacks. It's, it's to the, the best. Old it's one the best now. Animal Crossing. I'd have to say. I made the Ye- the Yeezus cover art a shirt design. Oh. I you love to see. Can it. you you can send designs, right? Can you send me that? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I've already seen a bunch on nice. Reddit. And then I uh, put it on as a face paint, and I don't know how to take it off. Oh, <laughs> so. no, that's a good call. Oh, wait, no, actually, Nick, you can make a QR code, I want to say. So yeah. send me the QR code. I would definitely use that. I'll try to figure that out. But sweet. Yeah, I haven't gotten into that yet. I should also mention one new feature is there's a second currency, and it's not a microtransaction thing. So there's the standard currency, which is bells, which is just, just like your, you know, your gold or coins or whatever that you get for selling items and that kind of thing. There's also Miles, which is Nook Miles. It's like a rewards program, and it's tied to in-game challenges, like catch five fish, get 100 miles, that type of thing. And that can be used to unlock certain upgrades and certain uh, furniture, stuff like that. And it's cool because it incentivizes you to try out new things. You can always check your Nook phone and see what new challenges you have, that kind of, that kind of thing. So it gives you kind of a goal to strive for if you don't really know what you want to do at any given time. Oh, here's another question. What does eating food do? I think it just gives you more strength or something. Like I, I've read somewhere in the, during that game, like it, I think you can just like chop down trees faster, that kind of thing. I don't know. I haven't really eaten much food. I, cause I saw the counter, I saw the counter in the top, corner and it's like out of 10 so i ate as much food as i could fill it up and then that was it and nothing happened you got fat so this is real life huh <laughs> yeah yeah oh nick what's the fruit that. that grows on your island pears oh mine too i eat pears now and shit like that shout out to all the pear it's been a lot of fun my girlfriend also has the game on her switch and she's actually playing it right now and she loves it too and it's been fun to play together, and I'm sure we haven't like done any multiplayer yet, but that'll be fun. Nick will have to try that out too. I really like the fishing. Yeah, the fishing's very fun. <laughs> it, it's it's that fun like kind of gotta catch them all aspect where you want to like catch all the different types of fish. If I'm walking around doing something else and I see in the water like a big shadow, I, I have to like stop. <laughs> oh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go catch big, it. I got a sturgeon. Oh really? Yeah, it was huge. I thought I caught a shark at first. I got a, like a flounder looking thing, but it's called a dab. Yeah, I got that too. Dab on them. I, I was uh, going to try to make that a meme, but I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> so, 
there should be DLC where you finally oust Tom Hook and he loses his power because he's he's gained too much. Yeah, he has gone from a simple landlord like store owner yeah, or whatever he was to this mega corporation that presumably runs the entire world which is only comprised of <laughs> of isolated islands from now on i i assume some intervening events tom to cause some form of apocalypse and we are only he's like old, he's like the Lex yeah Luther. he's like the god emperor of mankind now and <laughs> uh everyone pays he, him has he does have to be stopped it's Kind of. That's where the Doom Slayer comes in. There's a crossover. Honestly, the Doom Slayer probably could not win in a fight against Tom. No, Hulk, no way. Honest. Crippling debt. He'd send in Rossetti. He'd get stung by some bees. Yeah, you would hit him with an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't know what to do. He's used to just shooting everything. He's like, oh, here's, here's a balance sheet, buddy. If anyone could punch hard enough to break their debt, it would be the Doom Slayer, though. I don't know, man. Like just punching Tom through knows like, no metaphysical objects. But yeah, so Nick, are you big in? I'm big in. I'm big in too. <laughs> Brian, I know you're big in after listening to this. I'm going to buy it at some point, but I don't know. There's just too many other games coming out. I might get it still. The The best and worst part is you know their games aren't going to go on sale or get cheaper, so you might as well just buy right away. I don't think that's the best part in any scenario, but <laughs> yeah. sure. Nice way of looking at it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for uh, five easy payments, I can uh, I can get it for you. Yo, now you're, you, now you're talking. Have you paid off your Nook Miles? The initial, yet? yeah, the tent one, yeah. Yeah. I have a house now. I'm pretty now. close to that one. Oh, Mr. Fancy, I'm still living in a tent, bro. Yeah, this dude charges you thousands of dollars and sets you up in a tent on a deserted island. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh you want a store? Why don't you build bells to get there. And yeah. gives you a phone you don't ask for, charges you for that. Yeah, classic price gouging. It's a it's a monopoly. There's no there's no there's no uh, competition to go to. I can't go to uh, anybody else for housing. I have no choice to pay his exorbitant prices. Anyways, do you guys have anything else to say about either of these two games? I do not. I think we uh, did some pretty good work today. Yeah, I think we summed it up adequately. All right. Well, why don't we wrap it up for the week? Oh, let's uh, let's talk about the platinum contest that Brian and I have been. I agree. Viciously embattled in his trenches for and nick was too cowardly to join in just let that be known let the record show Uh, he said i quote i am too afraid i am too afraid verbatim that's right so brian why don't you take us through what this contest is okay so me and murph agreed to a year-long contest to see who can get the most platinums and the loser has to platinum a game of the other person's choosing and we it ends in September. You have the exact date. I don't know. I what think it was date, September sixth. So, September sixth. We had some rules like you can't platinum the same game twice, and you can't like buy games that are just designed to instantly be a platinum. Yeah, I am Mayo. Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like those like glitchy games. Yeah, it could be. It could be a short game that gives you a platinum if you, if it's like actually yeah, as long as it's a it's game. not just a press X to get the platinum for you know. Yeah, and you can't do other countries' trophy lists and any of that. Just, you know, whatever. So we both had games that we'd already platinum before that don't count. So I don't know if you want to go first or I can go. I have them so all. So I had Castlevania Requiem, which is Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood bundled. I had Spider-Man. I had Skyrim. I had God of War, the 2018 game. I had Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne and Far Cry 3. And Rocket League. And then I had Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, Telltale's The Walking Dead, Rocket League, Resogun, and I Am Mayo, which I did not know was a platinum game when I got it. I got it as a joke, and lest ye behold. Lest ye behold. It's not a phrase. Lest ye behold. All right, so in this contest, I have so far platinumed Miss Pac-Man, Dig Dug, which is, by the way, one of my favorite arcade games. If anyone hasn't played that, check that out. It's great. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered, Goat Simulator, which probably had the hardest trophy, one of the hardest trophies on this <laughs> list, ironically, Flappy Goat. Uh, Control, Medieval, which was really great, remaster of, or remake of the PS1 game, Jedi Fallen Order, Infamous Second Son, Undertale, Gravity Rush Remastered, and Return of the Overdin, which I just platinumed about two hours ago. And like I said, that's a fantastic game. You should all check it out. And I have Infamous Second Son, Infamous First Light, The Order, 1886, Goat Simulator, 
Yeah, there's a lot of stinkers on here. Control, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus, Sly 2, Band of Thieves, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, Undertale, Telltale's Batman Season 1, and Parappa the Rapper Remastered. And I just want to be clear, I'm out to win. I'm not here to get games that look fancy. I'm here to, I'm here to get the W. And I will. I'm here for games that look fancy, but I did buy a Vita, and that is significantly going to help me on this quest, because I can play the Sly Cooper games, which I've been wanting to play for a while, ever since, I mean... However long ago you started hyping those up? Uh, 2005. Actually, it was when I was born. <laughs> I foretold the legacy he was of, the, of You Cooper. were the prophet, the holy prophet of, of Cooper. Hashtag makes life five. I, I got a Vita for those games and other games that would be good to platinum on it, but I ended up buying a bunch of uh, PS1 RPGs, so it's, none of them have platinums, and that's going to significantly, significantly curtail my platinuming. But... Anyways. So yeah, so yeah, I think we're just going to, every once in a while when we have Platinums, just check in, say we have yeah, called give the update. and then at the end we will reckon with our choices yeah. I, at the end of September. I think Brian could go big in on this and get like 20 Platinums, so I'm a little, I'm a little scared. Being quarantined is not good for you right now. That's right, that yeah. Much. He definitely is, uh, has more will to play than he ever has. And all my alter- alternate accounts. Yeah. Hashtag alts. <laughs> but yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated on that as that progresses. And we will see who wins come September. We will see me. And do you know what game you would have me play yet? No, but I would actually bet against myself if I was like being on. Like, not, I wouldn't lose on purpose yeah. like i would actually bet against my best effort that i still that's because i would i also would bet against myself nah see because like you'll what exactly what's gonna happen <laughs> is i'm gonna get a decent lead yeah. like maybe maybe july i'll have like five or six more than you and then you'll just get stuck on some weird 150 hour game and i'll be like oh i'm good and then i'll stop doing it and then you'll go psycho <laughs> right before the deadline yeah. And and do like five right in a row, and you'll get the lead. Like, hey, I'm a I'm a procrastinator. I do all my best work That's right at the saying. last like minute. A week before that's the right. deadline, you're gonna go yep. in. Deadline. Nothing gets me going like weeks. a deadline. That's right. Yeah, that's true. I know. I know very well. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Have a great week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay isolated. Play some games. It'll be good for you. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PseudoLudoCast and be sure to check out our upcoming YouTube channel where you can listen to all of our podcasts. Bye. Bye. I feel like we don't even need one. I don't even know what the hell any of those words mean to begin with. Terra flops. Xbox has more. Must mean better. PlayStation. All right, add some KK Slider fuckery here. Boom, nee, nee, nee,